Hey friends, this is the Finding Mikey podcast, our family's quest to prepare our son Mikey for life. I'm Mike, and from time to time I'll be joined by my wife Heather or other family members and others for interviews and conversations. Now while I may mention our son, you have a Mikey of your own, and together we're on a journey to learn as much as we can so that we can understand how to best communicate and guide our kiddos into independent adulthood. Thanks for tuning in. All right, everybody. Well, today is one of these episodes where you're going to clearly see where Heather shines, right? This is a space where she clearly, you know, wins when it comes to like contributions here. She's fantastic at researching. She's fantastic at networking. I'm pretty good at synthesizing. She synthesizes as well. And and what's great is that she'll come to me with like, hey, here's some information. And over time, I start to see some patterns and then we can start to bring them into a little bit sharper focus, right? So all these different data points that she pulls up are super, super helpful and useful. And I sometimes just don't have the time to do the in-depth research that she does. She'll read a whole article, I'll skim, right? So this is definitely- I'll bring him the cliff notes, right? Well, the highlights. She, exactly. Or she'll point me the article and I'll, I'll skim it and she'll give me, here's what I took out of it. And it's really cool, but this is where you're absolutely going to see where, you know, this is a Heather show. That's all I'm trying to say is, is I'm not going to talk a whole lot. I may, I may ask some questions and hopefully be your advocate as the listener and just kind of interview Heather a little bit, if you may, but it's not really going to be an interview, but I may ask some questions and she's really going to be the one leading this one here. So, you know, there's so many times I, I see Heather with her laptop open or her phone, obviously on her and open and in Facebook and talking with people or on websites and just, just, you know, learning and learning and learning out there that, you know, sometimes I have to check myself. She's not on social media always just for fun. She's not playing words with friends or what is the other one? Candy Crush or, you know, (laughs) any of these infinite runner games. She's, she's actively connecting with folks. She's actively talking with people and she's also, you know, researching. But one of the things that came across her Facebook today that we wanted to share with you guys, because it's uplifting and it's really cool to get, you know, people to reach out to us. My mom is always complimentary. She's always the first one to let us know that she listened to an episode and provides her feedback, which is great. So thank you, mom. Hi, mom. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that is all cool. But when someone that you don't expect, you know, reaches out to you, it's really cool. So this came across her feed today and it was from someone named Jessica Morales, one of her friends there. And she says, can I just say what a phenomenal job you guys are doing with your podcast slash parenting skills? You guys are so fun and easy to listen to made a few notes to incorporate into our daily routine. Thank you for that. So it's really neat to get a, you know, hey, good job. But Jessica took it like one step further and uh-huh, she was like, she you did. know what? We actually were listening and we learned something from you. And that's that's really cool. This is, like I said, it's inspiring. It's uplifting for us because, you know, we're not experts at all. We were a little bit shy to get this going, Heather a little bit more than me, because like, who's going to listen to us? Well, right there, that's who's going to listen to us. And many, many more people are listening to us and getting value from this. It's just, we don't hear from you all the time. So, you know, that's one way to, to get a little smile out of us and keep us pumped up for this here as well. And I promise, you know, if you send us some kind words, we will do our level best to get them on the air. I'm hoping to be overwhelmed with positivity, quite frankly, <laughs> but <laughs> But no, it would be really cool to hear from you. So at the end of the podcast, of course, we share with you how to get in touch with us in many different ways, but one of the most popular is through Facebook. So if you want to search for Finding Mikey Podcast on Facebook or just go to facebook.com slash Finding Mikey Podcast, you can connect with us there and we'd love to hear from you. So 
with that, I'm going to shut my yap and we'll get to the, <laughs> the star of the show and the crowd favorite, Heather. Oh, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I built you up. <laughs> okay. Well, like you said, our topic today is on resources. And before I get into the resources that I have to share with you today, I wanted to share with you just a shout out and a thank you to a couple of friends that are in my life right now that helped me on this journey with Mikey, with his diagnosis and with sharing these resources with me. And those two girls are Melissa and Chantel. Thank you guys very much. You both played an integral, integral role in... That's the right word. Integral. <laughs> Integral, integral, <laughs> that word is. like inside the goal. Right. Just integral kidding. role with. Pivotal. Pivotal. Powerful. Whatever. Just thank you Important. for, you know, what you've done to help on this journey. Melissa helped me with some resources and she helped me find the, you know, the appropriate doctor to get Mikey diagnosed. And Chantel was there to pray with me and urge me to get Mikey diagnosed. And so that was very, very helpful to me. And they have both been very encouraging with me today and when this all started, just helping me on this journey. So thank you. Thank you both very much. So now getting into the resources, one of the websites that I find myself spending a lot of time on is takanow.org. And I think it's great that we live in a time where the internet can provide moms with so much information at our fingertips, whether we're on our laptops or on our phones. We can do this research and gather all this good information in the limited time that we have. But before I go further in talking about this website, I want to say thank you to these people that developed the content that I'm reading because it's not just out there, you know, a mom, a dad, someone had to sit down and put all of this together so that we could have all of this information at our fingertips. And whoever, you know, like collaborated on a particular blog that I'm reading or on a website or put all of their time and energy into creating an amazing conference, thank you. Because it's, even though I'm providing the cliff notes to my husband, I'm getting a lot of information just from a few websites that I'm going to share with you today. And just for clarification, it's T-A-C-A-N-O-W.org. And that's Correct. TACA stands for Talk About Curing Autism. They have a very attractive website. It's mm -hmm. easy to navigate. Makes it, you know, nice to share from there as well. Their images are beautiful. So it's it's engaging. Right. right? I know you have a lot to talk about them. Yeah. So I just wanted to give you that little bit. Yeah. The way that their site is indexed is great. You can go on there and you could start from... You could be anywhere on this journey and you could go to their website and just be like, okay, my son was not recently or, you know, my child was not recently diagnosed. I've been there, done that for a while, but I would really like to get more information on this. And then you can just, you know, go to that portion of the website and start there. But for us, you know, we were starting from the beginning and I started spending time on one of their buttons called, you know, families helping families with autism. And this was a really good portion of the website just for me to see, you know, what other families were struggling with and how they did it. And then another, you know, bullet point on their website that I got a lot of information out of was about just about autism. And another one was, you know, how to help a child with autism. Like, what do they need? 
There's a, a PDF that was put together that is a blueprint, a guide from diagnosis to now. You know, what are some of the things that you need to be on the lookout for that you can be knowledgeable and help your child? And then they have another one, you know, on the similar note, but just I have it here as a, as a note. So it's obviously it was worth sharing, but it says you got a diagnosis. Now what? I mean, if that was a headline in a newspaper, you know, that would definitely be one that, you know, that I would be reading because I needed that. I think we all do. Right. Even mm-hmm. even if you've been involved in, you know, sort of the treatment of your children, it's helpful that I've read that article and it's a really good article. And it reminds you just of two things. One, for me, it was like, wow, we've kind of come a long way. Mm-hmm. Right. So this stuff was kind of basic. But then also, too, it was just good to look back and say, all right, did I miss anything that was basic? So mm-hmm. it fulfills two purposes there. So if you're newly diagnosed, it's a great place to start, mm-hmm. you know, along with connecting with other people, like you said, mm-hmm. to really just help give you strength and guidance. Right. Right. And then another area of the website that that I thought was great was family resources. And there's an amazing list of articles for the whole family, for all areas of your life. You know, it's anywhere from moms needing to take care of themselves so they can take care of their families to how to help your teenagers that are on the spectrum, the importance of exercise, nutrition, how to set IEP goals. I mean, there's just all kinds of information just in this one section called family resources. Another interesting topic is they talk about scholarship fund access. And no matter what state you're in, they put together a directory letting you know what scholarships are available in your state to help you with any of the expenses associated with having a child that that's on the spectrum. I've talked about this before in previous podcasts when we talked about diet, but I spend a lot of time on their gluten-free, casein-free diet support. They have recipes, information on how you can do this on a budget, information on how you can start from scratch, just incorporating it slowly. There's information on medical intervention and a directory for MAPS doctors. And a MAPS doctor is a medical academy of pediatric special needs doctor. And they analyze the underlying medical conditions rather than treat the symptoms. So it's interesting to find a doctor in your area that specializes in kids with special needs rather than a general pediatrician, because they're looking at a whole different spectrum Mm. (laughs) of conditions that our children struggle with. It's kind of like having a specialist pediatrician. So there's a directory on their website where you can see where there's doctors in that area. One of the final things I want to point out about this website is that they have over 23 chapters right now. You can go on their website and type in your zip code and look for a support group in your area. I can't stress how important this is for parents to connect with other parents and share their story, get tips on resources in their community. I know, like, for example, in our community, we, you know, we live in Round Rock, Texas. They have Halloween trunk or treats. They have festivals, different times of the year that are geared towards kids with special needs and their siblings. And they do it to bring families together for connection. When you go to events like that, it's really nice because you do get a chance to take that time to connect with other parents. And you start to see people that you're like, oh, I saw you at that one therapy place that my son went to a couple of years ago. And you get a chance to reconnect with people that you may not have seen for a while. So I urge you to go on their website and type in your zip code and look for a way to connect. And if 
if there's not a chapter in your area or it's too far of a drive, then you can also look into starting your own because, as you know, there's a need out there. You never know what your calling is going to be or your next calling is going to be. So you never know. It could be to start a chapter and see how quickly it grows. There could be a need in your area. And if you started it, you may feel just very fulfilled by stepping out of your comfort zone and doing that. Another website that I spent a lot of time on is Generation Rescue. And this was the conference that I attended back in September. The Autism Education Summit was actually put on by Generation Rescue. And they're dedicated to helping children recover from autism spectrum disorders and providing guidance and support for medical treatment. They have grants available to help families afford biomedical treatment of autism. They have a strong feeling, as do I, that it's possible to heal autism. And they have a lot of resources on their website geared towards the healing of autism and resources on different biomedical supplements that you can give your kids to help them with, you know, the various things that they're struggling with. They also have a resource for parent mentors. They have over 1,400 families that are helping other families that have been down the road that they've been down. And these families that are volunteering their time have seen a lot of improvement with their kids and the therapies that they're in. And they're just out there ready and willing to share their story with you and see how they can help you on your journey. This website provides a lot of hope. This website provides a lot of recovery stories that are very uplifting to read. There's references to various documentaries that Generation Rescue has either helped put on or that finds that you can watch and be very inspired. And they also have a resource for finding recommended map doctors in your area. So this may be a a good way to look at both directories on different websites and see you know, how many doctors there are in your area that, you know, you could take your, your kids to see. Another thing that I recommend as far as resources is to attend conferences. I learned so much in two days of attending the autism conference that I went to in September, and I left with so many resources, and it was just an amazing time, amazing time for me. So I recommend that you be on the lookout, you know, in your emails or on different blogs that you're on where people are talking about autism conferences and do your best to get that time away from your family. Maybe even make it a, you know, a trip that your family does together if you don't feel comfortable, you know, being away from your from your child for the weekend. Just make it a family weekend and get, you know, bring all the support that you need so you can attend as many breakout sessions as possible. And my final tip for today has to do with Facebook resources. Actually, let's pause right there real quick. Okay. Because, so let, let's talk real quick about when you went to the conference, because yeah. that, that had all of the, I think that had all of the, I think you actually were even considering not going at a certain point. Yeah, it's hard. There's not, I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've spent a night away from our kids. Right. So, for, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't travel for work. And well, and that was what was complicating you know, this so. because I was coming back from China and like yeah. had been home like a day and then you were going to go. And I mean, major jet lag and you know, just dealing with being tired from traveling and, and missing everybody about like this, like that. But I think it was worth it. And I think that, you know, whatever you need to do to get to go to a conference like this, I think there's like the National Autism Conference is coming up in San Antonio. I'm planning on taking time away from work. I'm planning on trying to figure out how Heather and I can be there with or without the kids or, or whatever. You need to make this one a priority. I think over other things, like it's really easy to passively read websites and do things like this too. But 
getting into the community is super beneficial. Right. And I'm glad you went. Me too. Thank you. Yep, Thank you very welcome. much for holding it all down at home. No big deal. I mean, uh, anything you can do, I can do better. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, hey, that's great. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find another conference. I need another couple nights away. <laughs> Definitely. So, really, if you can prioritize it, right, that is the most bang for your buck. And I think you get, you know, you get smarter because you're there. You get to learn more about, you know, people that are in the community that are helpful. Right. We're going to be interviewing someone who's who represents the legal side of things. You know, through mm -hmm. IEPs. We've got contacts with other doctors and other things of this nature. But I think emotionally, too, you're there with like-minded people. You're there right. with people just like us that get it, right? Mm -hmm. People that are there that are just like, come on, grab lunch with us. We get it. There's no judgment. There's nothing like this. I mean, weren't there even people that had their children with them? Yes, there were. Yes. So That's why I'm saying, like, I think that some people probably traveled with, obviously, with support. Either, you know, a family member or a nanny, you know, someone that could stay in the hotel nanny. room need, with the we child. Need a few nannies. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that could stay with the child or, you know, take the child out on an excursion or something while the parents or parent was, you know, doing the breakout sessions at the conference. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I just I can't stress how I mean, sure, it was it was a little bit tough and a burden, you know, on me that I would have rather not had, to be honest. But I'm glad that I took that on for you so that you could go do that. And I think you need to find people that are willing to take on, you know, that extra amount of work so that you can go and educate yourself and come back revived and, you know, have fresh energy and ideas and contacts. It's just it's really it was really beneficial. It was great to see you come back. And I came back with an ion cleanse. <laughs> True. <laughs> but we'll go into that one on another episode. And then. Finally, one of the other ways that I was going to say is a great resource is finding Facebook support groups. When you find Facebook support groups, it provides connection that we all need, which we can't make time to meet in person. And it's just great to be able to share. Let's be real. Like eight, yeah. eight, 11 billion people have Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. I think there's more Facebook accounts than there are people on the planet. I don't know if that's a true statistic or not, but I made it up and it's real. So, <laughs> but everybody's got Facebook. I think whether, I mean, it's most people's choice not to be on Facebook, but there are a lot of folks that are out there. Right. So I think it's a, it's a convenient way. Right. And I think honestly, you can find a group on anything, you know, sewing on car restoration on bearded dragons like we have. And, and you'll see, you know, content that comes your way by just regular people here as well. And they're like, I agree. No better way to find, you know, real folks and foster a friendship online that blends into, you know, folks that you have, what do you call them? Why am I drawing a blank on this? When you make a date to get your kids together to play, play dates, duh. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, some of the Facebook groups that you might become a part of, they might be national. And then you'll find some that are actually from your community. That's just another way to connect with people in your community, share resources, it's like your own Yelp inside your Facebook community where you can review different therapy places. You can recommend different treatments. So, I mean, I don't know about treatments, but, you know, like, hey, this really worked for us. If, you know, someone is posting that is something that they're struggling with, you can just share things with people. And within that community, you can set up play dates and get together with people. But I mean, the main point I want to leave you guys with is connection. It's really important to connect with other parents that are going through this because we need that. We need that support. We need that outlet. You may not need it all the time, depending on your personality, 
but it definitely makes this journey a lot more bearable for me. It makes it a lot more rewarding when I have a friend of mine call me and say, my child was recently diagnosed and I can hear them crying and I can say I've been there. And if I hadn't shared this story, who knows who she would have called. It definitely, I'm getting a little choked up here just watching you get emotional, honey. She's emotional because I think that that connection really, really means a lot to her. And she's nodding her head, so I'm just letting her gather her thoughts and and get her voice back. But, you know, having that sense of togetherness and really, you know, a group of people that, I mean, I remember coming home once and I'm like, you know, she's like, hey, we had a bunch of people over here today. And I'm like, oh, Lord. She's like, it was the best thing ever. Like, kids were everywhere and everybody was maniacal and everybody, you know, like, Mikey blended right in. Like all of these kids are like Mikey and I didn't feel like I had to chase Mikey around because he was the odd one. Right. You know, everybody was, was, you know, everybody had autism. Everybody had an issue. Everybody had something that just wouldn't allow them to blend in with other, you know, children. But then they all got together and all the moms were able to network. All the kids were off, you know, out in our backyard or playing upstairs or doing whatever. Nobody got hurt. Nobody fell off of anything. (laughs) <laughs> you know, there, but there was plenty of, you know, emotion and a plenty of crying from the kids and everything that you would expect from all those kids. But the moms, you know, walked away with like, that was good. I didn't feel like I had to stress out trying to keep an eye on my child. You know, the right. the gates to our yard were locked in and there were safe play toys to play with. I mean, our trampoline is probably the safest trampoline on the planet, you know, and, you know, so plenty of cool things to do to keep them occupied. But it was just, it was kind of you know, the hug of the other moms that were around and just being able to feel relaxed and free. And, and I know what you mean when someone can come to you and, and feel like you have felt before when you actually found someone that's like, I get it. You can hear it in her voice, right? Yeah. It, it really touches, it really touches her to be able to help find someone there and to be someone that, you know, can sort of, I don't know what it is, lead someone into what it is and share our story as well. So super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Super I'm powerful. composed now. So I mean, <laughs> Welcome just, back. yeah, just to recap <laughs> that, you know, as short as our journey has been, when you leave a doctor's office with a diagnosis, no matter what it is, you go home and you start doing your research. And with Mike and I, we decided to share our research. And by doing that, a friend of mine that I don't really know that well, but we both have kids. I was able to share with her by her reading, you know, a random post of mine on Facebook that I was on a certain journey with Mikey. And when she found herself on that journey with one of her kids, she was brave enough to reach out to me. And it made me feel good. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. It is touching, right? So, well, this this becomes just a little bit more emotional, right? Because we're dealing with the livelihood of our family. We're dealing with the future of our children here too. But it does it does feel good to have someone be able to reach out to you for some sort of knowledge, right? Right. But this like it's just knowledge and trust, you know, yeah. because again, you know, we're, we're dealing with each other's family here and it's, it's precious to us all. So, so are there any other resources you can think of like at the last minute off the top of your head right now? You know, Facebook, we went through talking now is good. Generation rescue is good. The theme is really to just get connected, right? Get right? connected, get your resources, read what you need to read, find a good team of doctors to work with. And just stay connected with the community so that you can continue to get that support. There's a lot of other places to get resources and connect. But for right now, this is where I'm at. Right. So this is what's helped me. 
Well, I'll have to say it brings me comfort also when I know that Heather's out with other mothers and kids that are like Mikey, because I can trust that I'm not going to hear a weird thing like, you know, Mikey went and sat on, you know, this stranger's lap at the park and, you know, or anything like this. We're not going to get weird stories, but. Oh my gosh, Mike, share with just real quick. <laughs> we went to the park last night. Yeah, it was and awesome. my friends didn't know that my husband was going to come. Yeah. And. You started disciplining Mikey at the park. Oh, yeah, I did. And the mother-in-law didn't know who you were. Right. Can you share that? Yeah. Well, I didn't even ask you your yeah, side of the story. She, she, she just came up and told me, yeah, like, she mother oh, my goodness, yep. I saw this man talking to your son. <laughs> and I went up and I said, Mikey, are you okay? So, yeah. Okay. Tell him what happened. Yeah, it's great. I didn't know that she had shared that with you yeah. here as well. Well, yeah, so we were all, the idea was, and it was close to the end of the workday, but I still had some stuff that I was trying to tie up and on a call and anyway so i went ahead and said you know heather just go ahead and take the kids i'll catch up with you guys later and we'll we'll go from there and you know point being i showed up at the park late and there's this awesome we're gonna include a video on this post this awesome awesome toy right it's it's a mixture of a swing and a zip line all right, right. so you're hanging on a it's cool you'll see in the video but we're up there and it's pretty crowded as you would expect after school a lot of parents are there a lot of kids are there as well and parks opening day by the way too yeah that's right it was the parks opening day (laughs) and you know basically on both sides of the platforms here because you can swing all the way to one side and then you get off and somebody over there swings back to the other unless it's not busy i guess you could just keep swinging back and forth but the idea is that you just go one route and then come back and get in line right well Mikey was in line right in front of Grace and right behind his friend Micah. And Mikey was sort of, you know, jumping up on and wrapping his legs around Micah. And Micah was getting irritated. And I'm like, dude, you know, this is the first thing I see as I walk up. And I'm like, just I reach through and I'm like, Michael, you need to keep your legs to yourself and your hands to yourself. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. Hey, dad, what's up? You know, like I caught them off guard, but I was there to correct him. And I see him do it again about two minutes later. And I'm like, that's it. Come on out of here. Like he's they're on stairs. It's unsafe. So I pull him off to the side and I set him down, you know, and I'm, I grabbed him like I normally would. I grabbed him by his arm, removed him out of the line. And I, you know, usher him over to the side here where he can watch the people. Right. And I'm having him in timeout. And I'm like, you just sit here for a second. And this lovely older lady, you know, walks up. She's like, Mikey, are you okay? And I'm like, he's in timeout. That's what I told her. <laughs> he's in timeout. And I'm like, it occurred to me briefly that she knew Mikey, <laughs> but that was it. I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> I'm on the mission to, you know, fix my, my son's behavior here. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I talked to Mikey for a second more. I was like, do you understand why you're in timeout? And he's like, well, no. And I'm like, I explained it to him like we normally do through our timeout routine. And he was sitting there and she's like, well, how do you, she looked a little bit confused. She goes, huh, what the, and I'm like, I'm his dad. She goes, oh, okay. And then her daughter, who was Heather's friend, Liz had come over and she's like, oh, this is my, it's her mother-in-law, right? Yeah. And she's like, she introduced us and everything like this. I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't even address the awkwardness, Uh (laughs) which I normally would, but I was like in Mikey mode. Right. Right. Anyway. So that was the situation. Of course, the way we wrapped up, he sat there for a couple minutes and, you know, I reminded him, asked him why was he in timeout? He understood why. And I said, let's go back and see if we can get back in line and continue throughout our day. And you know, that was it, but it was, it was really cool. So I guess this is the byproduct of having a group of friends that are around you too, is she mother bared. I mean, yeah. she probably should have like off the top ropes, elbowed me in the head or something like this, you know, cause, I'm, cause <laughs> yeah. I, I grabbed Mikey's arm to get him out of line. Right. You know, I, I had to put my hand on his arm so he could feel, you know, that I meant it, you know, I'm not yanking him around right. or anything, but just hand around there. I'm like, dude, you need to come out of this line. Yeah. When you go on a play date with other moms and their kids are on the spectrum and there's siblings involved, if you know each other's kids and you see one of them eloping, 
Like one's heading towards the lake yep. and the mom is with the Which there was sibling. there, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, we know that Johnny shouldn't be going towards the lake. Right. Wherever his mom is at, we don't know, but we're going to go get Johnny and bring him back to the playground. And that's one of the challenges with, you know, with a parent going to a park with multiple kids when one of them's on the spectrum is one minute, everyone's great and they're playing on the playground and we're having an awesome time. The next minute, the kid's going down to the lake. The kid's going to the softball field. To the street. Whatever. You yeah. know, it's just like Sitting on just an old man's lap, whatever. Doing something, that, you know, <laughs> that they just like got distracted and just decided to go another way. And so when you go on a play date that's group, you have more eyes and it, it feels safer. You don't yeah. have to make up excuses as to why your child is walking to the lake because we get it. <laughs> well, so and it brings to mind that saying of, you know, it takes a you know, a village to raise an idiot. Wait, it takes a village, you know, to, to help raise you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the actual <laughs> saying is right now, but no, it just it takes there's a power village, in the numbers. You know, it takes a village to. There is power in those numbers. Yeah. Right. I know two times yesterday where, you know, I approached you and I'm like, where's Mikey? Where's Joy? You know, just trying to take role two times. And, you know, luckily there's enough cool stuff at the park to keep everybody interested. Right. As well. The only person that wanted to leave, oddly enough, was Joy. Right. She wanted to go down to play with the geese at the lake, but. She didn't. Right. Had Mikey been, you know, squirrel, he would have just gone, but he was definitely interested in what was going on there. So, yeah, you're right. That's a byproduct, right? And you get the the group to help protect the group. It's, you know, the the lionesses of the the pride there, keeping track of all the, the little lions, little cubs, and, uh-huh. and keeping them safe and fighting off those who <laughs> who don't. I got swatted at. That's what happened. Yeah. That's why I was like, that was awesome. Liz's mother-in-law swatted at me. Yeah. She comes up to me. She goes, I'm so sorry. I didn't know your husband was here. And I saw Mikey talking to a man. And I went over there and I said, excuse me, Mikey, are you okay? And I was like, good for you. Thank you so much. I'm like, yes, it was Mike. But had it not been, I'm so glad you did that. I never, this is shame on me. I didn't see her again the rest of the afternoon. And I didn't even, I didn't even bring it up. I should have thanked her for it. So. I did. (laughs) Cool. Awesome. Well, I think that does it for us today. We actually employed a timer today. So we were trying to target 30 minutes and we went a little bit more. Heather's shaking her head saying I shouldn't give you guys any of the behind the scenes because it's no, not silly. No, I just said you didn't have to say that because, you know, like my theory is, is that whoever listens to the end, it's because they're enjoying the content. So again, thank you very much for listening all the way to the end. You get to hear my wife reprimand me. There's your, there's your bonus for the day. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Hey, it's Mike again. Heather and I love that you took the time to listen to this podcast and subscribe to the show. And we really are trying to gear the topics to what you like, as well as to share what we're up to. Now, the best way to let us know what's on your mind is to join us on our Facebook page. We're very active there. And if you message us, we will reply. I promise we may be half asleep in our bed. I may be boarding a flight. We might be at a birthday party or the park. It doesn't matter. We will reply. We just want to be in touch with you. Also, it'd be awesome if you could leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. The reason we ask for that is because it really helps us rank better when people search just out of the blue for autism, ADHD, Asperger's, um, high-functioning autism, SPD, ASD, you name it, right? It really helps us to get in front of more people. All the ways that you can reach us, because there are others, plus a walkthrough on how to actually rate the podcast can be found at findingmikey.com support. And your support is greatly appreciated. So as an added bonus, any reviews that are left on iTunes will be mentioned on our show. Um... I hope you're okay with that. And any questions that we get on Facebook might also be read and responded to on an upcoming episode. So head on over to www.findingmikey.com forward slash support to find out more. 
Till our next episode, take care.